0: Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti financial advisor. Hey, welcome to our show. It's for you. Those of you that work so freaking hard for your money and you're ready for your money, to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom and cash flow today, not 30 or 40 years from now, but right now. So you can live that life that you love with those that you love. But most importantly, guys, it's not just about getting rich, is it? It's about living a rich life because as you are blessed financially, you have a greater capacity to bless the lives of others. Guys, thank you for allowing me to create that ripple effect through you. You guys have been binging. You've been tuning in and sharing these shows and these episodes and our videos. Thank you so much for doing that. As a reminder, if you're also listening to this show on iTunes, leave us a review. Good, bad, ugly, I don't care. But, you know, leave us a review, preferably good. Love to hear what you guys think. Maybe a favorite episode. If this is it, great. Let us know. Hey, are you looking for another great podcast to listen to? One about investing and not only just investing, but learning about cool deals like investing in apartments that does not require you to have to be an accredited investor or have a million dollars. Hey, if you want to check that out, go check out my friend Lane Kawaoka's site, simplepassivecashflow.com. He's got a great podcast also called Simple Passive Cashflow that you can check out on YouTube, iTunes, or whatever your favorite podcast app is. If you want some great education and To learn about great ways to invest in other types of deals without, again, needing a ton of money, check it out. Simplepassivecashflow.com or look up Simple Passive Cashflow on YouTube or your podcast app. Check it out. You'll like the episode. All right, today, guys, I got a special guest here, Sam Prim. Now, Sam, guys, if you don't know who he is, I definitely invite you to go check out his social media, especially if you're a TikTok or Instagram. Check out, he's got over 2 million followers on there and has lots of great informative things, especially around the real estate space. The guy does over 300 flips and or wholesale deals every year. He's got $42 million of real estate that he owns. The guy is an absolute rock star, but at the same time, just a very humble guy. He's not the kind of guy I say, I'm going to show up on my jet. He's the kind of guy I say, I can buy that jet from the guy that's showing off his jet. That's the kind of guy Sam is. Anyway, Sam, welcome to our show.
1: I hey, appreciate you having me on. That was quite the introduction, and like we joked about when I got on, we're on a professional podcast. That would have taken me about fifteen tries to do that whole intro you did. So good job, man.
0: <laughs> That's the thing. It's like I just, I guess I'm full of it. So there you go. So tell us a little bit more about your story and how you got started. Before we talk about like the current real estate market, because I know a lot of people are in fear right now. But I want to kind of get your background of what even led you down this path in the first place.
1: Yeah, for sure. So. I like to say that I'm about as normal as it gets. I kind of walked that path that a lot of people are on that a lot of people want to get out of. I walked the path up, went to school, went to college, got a full-time job, was saving money in my 401k that my company was matching, was working and had ceilings everywhere for income I could make or time I could spend with my family, just kind of living a little bit more of that limited life. I guess you would say that we're all taught is okay, right? go to work and ask your boss when you can pee and ask him when you can go on vacation and all these things. I was in the middle of that for a few years. And I didn't honestly hate it because it's what I was used to knowing that I was going to get into, but I didn't like it either. So I started to experiment. So I graduated college in 2011, did some experimenting in college too. Now we'll get away from that. But I started experimenting in real estate in like 2015 timeframe. So a couple of years in the real world, starting investing in real estate on the side for a few years. Went full-time in 2018, and then I would say financially free by 2020, and now just kind of doing a lot of other things we'll get into. But the biggest thing was walking that path of full-time job, side hustle real estate, full-time real estate, financially free. And I did all that in about five years' time, almost exactly. So that's kind of my story and my path. And I hopefully will get into some things that will show people on here that your path's probably different than that, but you do have a path to financial freedom. Everybody has a path, they're just different.
0: Let's talk about that just for a little bit before we get into like the current market and whatnot. I mean, what would you advise our listeners? I mean, many of these people, I mean, they've got W-2 jobs, right? A lot of people listening have W-2 jobs. Some are paycheck to paycheck. Some have got extra. They're just wondering how to get started, how to go about it. What would you recommend?
1: Yeah. So my recommendation, again, would be everybody's starting from somewhere different, like you just said. And everybody's gonna go down several different paths and different verses and as they're working through it. But in general, I would start out developing some type of side hustle. I know you probably work your butt off whoever's listening and they have a ton of free time. Okay, that's what it takes. I'm sorry, I wish there was like a magic wand that Chris had that he could wave over you after you give him a five-star review and create freedom for you, but you have to roll up your sleeves and put in the work for a short period of time. That's the good news. It doesn't have to be 50 years. Hustle hard for five so you can enjoy the next 50. But what I would suggest doing would be starting some type of side hustle. My opinion would be real estate. Barrier of entry is extremely low. You don't need a credit score to wholesale real estate. So my suggestion would be start a side hustle, have that side hustle be real estate. And then The actual steps that you're physically taking would be getting involved in your local community by joining your local Facebook groups, your local meetups, get immersed in your local real estate investing community online and in person, and then get a base level of knowledge. You don't have to know everything. You won't know everything before you get started, but understand the difference between active and passive income and understand the difference between, you know, what ARV stands for in real estate and what wholesaling means and what assigning versus double closing. Just get a basic level of knowledge, get to know your community because at that point, you're going to go in a million different directions you didn't know you're going to go in anyway. So if you can kind of work towards that, it might take a little bit of time. I feel like you'll be in a pretty good spot to kind of springboard.
0: That's so true. Because I mean, really you have to ask yourself, do I have time? Do I have money? Do I have both? Neither, right? I mean, that really kind of determines which path you'll end up taking.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think you just got to, that's a good point, Chris, is just kind of analyzing your current situation. And I always say, analyze your long term goals versus your short term cash position. You need cash to live. So if you need that, Then you might veer towards maybe wholesaling or flipping if you need that extra cash for whatever to get out of bad debt, to do a few different things, whatever it may be to create enough active income. But if you have that and are looking for the long-term wealth, that's your goal, then maybe getting into rentals right away is your option. So again, I hate the depends answers, but it really kind of depends. And a lot of it depends on your current position, like you just mentioned.
0: Yeah. I know like you mentioned one thing, if you don't have money, you know, wholesaling is definitely an option. It's essentially another side hustle, right? It really is a side gig that you're doing there. It's a business legitimately. What would you recommend? What are some good resources or maybe who's a good person you can learn from to learn how to wholesale? Or like we had somebody just email me just the other day asking from a listener from the show said, Hey, like I've done wholesaling. Like I do a couple a year, but I want to take it to that next level. Do you have any recommendations for good education sources for that?
1: Yeah, I think there's a ton of them out there. So this is not a pitch for me. I have a mentorship for rentals. Won't get into that. So it's not really wholesaling. However, there are a lot of good mentorships out there. It's one of those things. Can you feel them, Chris? We're getting eye rolls. As soon as we talk about education, people paying for money, I can feel the eye roll. But the thing that I've noticed, and you are not probably been around more successful people than I have, every single successful person I have ever met, I'm talking successful, not retired at 62 or something. I'm talking very successful without question. Every single one pays for some type of support, whether it be coaching, life coach, marriage coach, mentorship, mastermind, whatever it is they're paying to get better. They're paying to get more time for themselves, to speed up their knowledge by learning quicker and better and being around better people and making connections. They're paying for that because they understand the power of connections and knowledge. So again, it can be a a $50 course or a $50,000 course. Spending some time and energy, I think will do all that. That person who emailed you that wants to wholesale more, they need to get in contact with somebody who wholesales. We wholesale about 250 houses a year. So somebody that talks about what kind of marketing to spend, the connections to make, the other wholesalers, the elder law attorneys to visit, the mailers to send out. You just need to get more knowledge from somebody who's done it. And there's a million places you can get that paid or for free, honestly, on social media as
0: well. Yeah, great advice. You're mentioning like talking about the active, especially the active investment. And that's the thing. If you add time and especially if you want to do it fast, I mean, finding a mentor is way better. I always say this. I actually found out it was a quote from JFK, right? It says that ignorance is more expensive than education. And it's true. Like you can screw it up and try to do it yourself, but you won't only just waste money, but you'll waste so much time versus having somebody who'd say, Hey, let's show you the shortcuts. Let's show you the way that gets there faster. Yeah, it might require some money to do that, might require some time, but It might save you years, maybe even decades off of your journey just to do that same thing. And that's why I know we focus on the passive side where you're talking more about the active side, where we don't do anything with the active side of real estate investing, but the passive side more of like people just putting their money and getting to work for them, right?
1: For me, and this is my journey, it's the active side kind of leads to the passive side. But when I started didn't have enough money to just invest passively, I had to, and if you're willing to pay or roll up your sleeves actively, then you can get to passive. Sometimes that's your only option or sometimes it's just a quicker option. Like we said, everybody's past a little bit different. And I think it's, ignorance is a good word for it. I think it's vanity and pride. I think it's a mixture of the culture of gurus and scam artists. And of course they're out there for sure, but it's the culture that, those people get the headlines and the people that are providing quality products and helping people still are not maybe getting those fancy headlines because they're actually helping people and not negativity sells. So I think a lot of people's pride and vanity gets in the way of them either rolling up the sleeves themselves and doing it or paying for some support.
0: Yeah. And before I forget, you mentioned you had some sort of real estate education that you do. You didn't want to pitch it, but I would love to invite you. Like, what is it that you guys offer and what do you teach there?
1: Yeah. So I will say that if you have any interest, just follow me on social media, get to know me a little bit. And then at some point you'll see me talking about it and I'll get you a link to the free training and all that kind of stuff. So now I'm going to tell you really exactly how to do it now, but it's just, I bought $42 million worth of real estate and 90% of it's been the past three or four years, all with Isaiah and my own yeah. money. So what I did was I created a path for other people to do that. There's 350 videos where I walk through how to do it. There's seven weekly group coaching calls. There's one-on-one calls. There's a closed Facebook group. There's resources. There's discounts to my hard money lending company, Faster Freedom Capital. So it's just basically everything you need if you're willing to take action to go create a multi-million dollar, run a portfolio using other people's money. So it's everything that I've walked and talked and I put it in a lifetime access mentorship that I basically just took the best of everybody's mentorships that I paid for that I've seen or heard and created one. So that's my little sales pitch for it. But I do think it can help whoever's listening. But do you think there's steps that they need to take, educate themselves, look around, follow me, get to know me a little bit better? I don't want somebody spending money on the mentorship if they don't know me or if they're not going to actually do it. I'm not that hard up for the money. I want them to actually take action. I don't want your money if you're just going to never actually use it.
0: 100% agree. Totally agree with that. And is it better for them to follow you on Instagram, TikTok, or is there not really a difference?
1: I would say wherever they like. I'm on all of them. But if you're not on Twitter, it doesn't help you to go. It hurts my Twitter. If you go follow my Twitter and then never log on again, the algorithms want active users and active engagement. So whatever platform you're on, I'm on there. So just follow me at Sam Faster Freedom, whatever it may be. But Instagram is the one with the messenger, right? Nobody messages on YouTube. You can't. The TikTok messenger is I don't even understand it. They don't want you to use it because you usually have to follow people the message. them. I and I'm not going to yeah. follow everybody on there. I kind of like to follow my people. So it's one of those things where just Instagram is where you can message me, I'll respond. But wherever you're on, follow me. If you're not on there, don't follow me on there because it won't do us any good.
0: Perfect. Now I want to talk about the current market because I've known there's, there's people kind of hesitating right now, whether they're looking to go the active route, they, even if they're looking to do wholesaling or flipping, they're saying this might not be the time to be a flipper, especially, or even the ones that are looking to do passively, even if they're looking to lend money, So the people like you that are doing some of these deals, right? And I know a lot of people are getting a little bit gun shy because it's in that uncertainty phase, especially as interest rates are rising and things like that. What's your viewpoint, especially where you are, like, I know you've got some markets that you are in the Midwest, but what's your viewpoint on what's happening right now? Like, how is it changing and shifting compared to even late last year?
1: The market is shifting and that is a good thing. That's normal. So I do a ton of research for my content on the market and interest rates and inflation and the correlations to inflation and interest rates and the past OPEC crisis that have caused inflation before and the current printing money inflation. So I've done quite a bit of research on all that. And what I've noticed through all that is recessions are normal. Inflation is normal. Raising interest rates are normal. Declining interest rates are normal. House prices going up are normal. House prices going down are normal. So everything that's happening is normal. There just hasn't been social media and all these clickbait fear mongers out there trying to get your attention with a burning house in the background of their thumbnail. Like that is new, but the actual market is not new. And what's happening in the market is not new. Now, every recession that I've done research on the last seven are slightly caused by different things, but a majority of them are caused by increasing interest rates to slow down inflation. And that's what's happening right now. And actually, the interest rates have gone down the past month as far as your 30 year fixed rate mortgage so does they've right. actually gone down so my take on it it is one word is perspective have some perspective buying a good deal is never time a bad time to buy a good deal people that bought a house in 2006 i think the national average house price was don't quote me exactly like 250 to 300 and then mm-hmm. it dipped after 08 but Last year, that exact same house, the national average price was like four fifty. So even yeah. with the worst dip ever, 10, 12 years later, it was already doubled in value. So real estate's going to go up. It's going to fluctuate a little bit. But just buying good assets, managing them properly works in any market, any interest rate, any cycle, any time, any day, anywhere. You just have to stick to the fundamentals. Don't overpay. Don't over leverage. And- I'm buying rentals right now, and a lot of my students are buying a lot of rentals right now still in this market. We'll just refinance in two years when the market when the rates dip a little bit, or the three-year arm will be up and the rates will be less. So that's kind of my perspective on it. I know it's not hot takey, but it's not fiery, but that's, I think, real, and that's what's happening.
0: You got to have that perspective. You got to understand that shifts and changes in markets are normal. It's how you adapt to it. I think that's the big problem we've seen with a lot of people that are in the wholesaling and flipping business, where they've been lazy, for lack of a better term. They've been really lazy. They just had it served to them on a little silver platter, with especially with the appreciation that was going crazy, especially post-2020. You could be sloppy with your numbers. You could be sloppy with their little checkbox, your little buy box of what's a good deal or not. And then of course, now as things shift, it kind of exposes them. Or as Warren Buffett says, as the tide rolls out, then you find out who's swimming naked, right? And I've definitely been seeing that. And there's a big difference between the wholesalers that are doing it well versus those that aren't. What do you think is that big difference between you guys?
1: Well, I think a lot of it is not to regurgitate what you just said, but basically, I don't think I said that word right, but that's okay. A lot of people could overbuy, over-rehab, overspend, and list too high and still make money. Like We're not in that time. That 18-month period that people could do, that is abnormal. That is what's not normal. What is normal is good quality products selling. in, I know people that were flipping in 2010, 11, 12, they were able to sell and make good money. I know people flipping in 2022 that made good money too. So the market can be the hottest market ever, the coldest market ever. People still buy quality products. People still need to move and sell and relocate and all the things that happen in life that people need to not be in the same house that they're in right now. So I would people that just with social media and technology and being able to buy virtually, a lot of people got in the game in the past twelve to twenty four to thirty six months. And a lot of those people are going to go away as the market shifts. We've got, uh, for lack of a better word, stones kicked in. I think we've lost money three of the last six months in our flipping company but we have reserves, we're prepared for it. We're already kind of on the other side of it. So I think those that didn't spend all the money they made in the past few years, those that have created systems and processes and built meaningful relationships with contractors and wholesalers and agents and whoever else, those are the people that are going to survive and thrive during what's happening now. And then especially on the other side of it, when things kind of start to to ramp back up as interest rates lower substantially over the next couple of years. But those that lucked into it, did it on the side, a full-time job. They're just going to go back to their full-time job and they're didn't create systems and they spent the money. And those are people that are going to get hurt because there are a lot of real estate investing businesses that are already going out of business and that will go out of business in Mm -hmm. the
0: next 12 months. Oh, I guarantee it. And you mentioned a good point. I think one thing you said that I hadn't said is that you kind of been playing a, a defense with your offense. You have the cash reserves and things like that where I know a lot of times guys that get in the business that are new in the business will say, well, I got cash, invest, and cash, invest, invest it all, like throw it all in all offense, but they have no fallback plan in case something goes wrong. And you're right. I mean, that's where people are struggling. They're scrambling, trying to figure out how to move properties or do whatever they need to do. And they're hurting. And usually when you get in that emotional part of your brain, you make the worst decisions. I know because whenever I fight with my wife, I say the dumbest things ever. And that's, I well, know that's, that's too her point.
1: She, my wife does the same thing. Brilliant. If she's right she hammers the point. If she's wrong, she just gets you mad enough to say something stupid. So then you're wrong. So it's it's brilliant. It's a loop and I can't get out of it either. But I did want to mention the offense and defensive thing. And I think this is important. And this is, I lucked into this for sure. I don't know if it was luck, but a lot of it was. So this education company I have now is extremely profitable. We have a lot of people signing up. The mentorship is not cheap. And we have a thousand students now in the past 15 months. So we're getting 75 to a hundred signups a month. So it's a very profitable business. It's helping a lot of people. There's, you know, it's very inexpensive for what you get, but it's not cheap. So that's kind of held my active income while the flipping companies lost money three of the, three of the past six months, and we're refilling our retained earnings. So even the months we make money, we kind of just refill those retained earnings. So not knowing that was going to be the case, I having multiple streams of income, because I don't really touch my rentals. I mean, I can, but I don't. If everything's going great, I'm getting cash for my rentals, my flipping company's making money, and my education's companies making money. And in fact, we started another company to invest the profits from those companies wisely. So it's one of those things where multiple streams of income, people have heard that before, but, and I've heard it before and I did it to make Mm -hmm. more money, but now I'm really seeing one of the benefits I didn't think about when one of your streams has a dam in it and it's running dry, you can still drink and eat and make money and live because of the multiple streams.
0: Oh, such good points. I mean, that multiple streams of income is a defensive strategy as well as an offensive in a lot of ways, isn't it?
1: Yep, for sure.
0: One quick question before I let you go here, but we have some friends in our mastermind group that even from Boise to Wisconsin, even to the New England area, they're saying that they're seeing a shift just in the last few months with how home price, well, really that the buyers are coming back, right? Like it kind of died out in the end of 2022. Now going to 2023, they're seeing a big uptick, especially if it's below 500,000 price point. And they all kind of agree that they're seeing the same shift. Is that what you're seeing in the Midwest too? I know where you are compared to some of those markets, it's not as hot. So you tend to be more even keeled. But what's your perspective on that? What have you seen just in the last month or two, even?
1: Yeah, no, I've seen the same thing. I mean, a quality product we're selling for asking or over asking there is, it basically boils down to quality product and supply. So supply has been low. So back when I've been making YouTube videos over the past 12 months that nobody watches and all these people are making YouTube videos that the world's ending, the sky's falling, coins going to zero, we're going to war and housing's going to zero, like those type of videos. And Mm -hmm. I've been over here, nobody's watching it, but I'm saying, As soon as interest, and I've heard this from other people too, so this isn't the same original, but interest rates are going up. It's going to scare a lot of people. The buyers are going to go away. As soon as they stabilize, the supply is so low, life happens, people have to move, everything's going to pick back up. The supply is so low. That as soon as interest rates are stabilized, if they stabilize at six, at 10, at 12, at five, wherever they stabilize, people have to live. So things are going to pick back up when the supply is still low. So I've been saying that's not sexy. So nobody's been watching it, but that is kind of what's happening. So fortunate that around the right people, because of the mastermind we're in and the people I pay to be around, that having that perspective, it has really shown true. So I don't have a crystal ball by any means, but what I said is exactly what's happening. Stabilization of interest rates. People see this is the new norm now. I have to buy. I'm getting promoted, or we had another kid, and we need to move, or we had to downsize because he passed away, or something. So that still happens. Right. So, basically, to round out that long answer, supply is low enough that as soon as things kind of stabilize in the entire economy and market, buying picks backed up, and that's kind of what's happened.
0: And that's a big opportunity because people are still following the news; they're getting lagged information. If they have that lag effect where they're following old information. They stay in, out of fear, and then you have the opportunity to be able to take advantage of it real time.
1: You're right about that. Yeah, that's just. Being involved in the industry and have perspective is key. You can take advantage of things for sure.
0: Awesome. Well, Sam, I really appreciate it, man. So much gold in this, so much information, such a short period of time. So really appreciate the one, two punch you gave there. I'm not Maybe one, two, three, four, five punches that you gave there. You gave a lot of great information, a lot of great value. Everybody definitely invite you guys to check out Sam on social media, whether you do Instagram or TikTok. You can definitely follow his stuff. He's got so much good content. We'll put that in the show notes as well so you guys can check it out. But guys, it's all about action right it's getting the education which is good get that first but then take the education put it to action that's what changes people's lives information alone is not enough it's built what you can do with that information to be able to make real results happen that's the ripple effect we're here about in the show guys make it a wonderful and prosperous week we'll see you later